Good evening, everyone. This is Josh and Connie here with episode 10 of the RiseCast podcast. Uh, A little treat for you this week. Uh, This is two episodes back-to-back nights, um, basically because we um, had been slacking off the last couple of weeks. So we feel like being overachievers tonight. We did. We wanted to be overachievers. Um, It is Memorial Day weekend, so... But we have nothing better to do anyways, so. Wow. We kind of sound like losers. <laughs> I, I I was trying to transition, and I was just kind of wheeling, and it, yeah, nosedive. Th- thank you for the sound effect there. You're but, uh, yeah, here we are. Um, we're doing episode 10 uh, in less than 24 hours, and um, we're going to get down to business because we don't have any special bits tonight um other than uh we we need to have a recap on our beloved atlanta united we faced the new york red bulls today at Mm -hmm. bobby dodd stadium here in the glorious city of atlanta and uh it it went pretty well i would say uh in the first half we scored three goals in about seven minutes. Yep, the 17th minute, the 19th minute, the 23rd minute. Eh, something like that. Yeah. But uh, that's all we needed because we fared and beat the Red Bulls three to one. Go five stripes. Sweet revenge. Uh, Miguel Almiron, two more goals today. That makes three for the last two games. No, five. Or five. Sorry, in the last five. Two games. Five goals in two games. Wow. Miggy. That is that is spectacular. And um Joseph Martinez did not play today, but we are hoping that means that he will be ready for our next game. And uh with how well El Maron is playing and the rest of the guys, having uh Joseph Martinez will just be a, a gravy, as they say. Yes. Vialba also had a goal today too. Absolutely. We won't forget that. But uh, that moves us uh, back up into the seventh spot in the Eastern table. And uh, I suspect that uh, we will be ranked even higher in the power rankings. So uh, good. Plus 10 goal differential. Plus 10 goal differential. That is correct. Not bad for a seventh placed team. That is an expansion team. That is an expansion team. season. Exactly. Inaugural. Inaugural. And uh, again, played out in a front of a sold-out crowd. That makes, what, five in a row? Five in a row, yes. Five in a row, sold-out crowds in Atlanta. Way to represent Atlanta. You know, I I have to say, um, moving down here, seeing how things have gone, even from when we were in a different state, Atlantic is has a pretty bad rap for fans as being fair weather fans. And uh, I know there's been some ups and downs with uh, Atlanta United and uh, the, the fans have have stayed true. Yes. They are straight up soccer hooligans. Absolutely. I, the stadium is nuts. Yes. So that's all the sports that we're going to have today. Um unless you have anything to add, Connie? The Brewers won. The Brewers. The, Diamondbacks. the Brewers did win against the Diamondbacks. There was a grand slam, I understand, in the yes, game, too. Yes, there was. But, uh, all right. 
as we discussed last night, um, there there is some uh, some coaching that needs to be going on as far as social media etiquette. Um, this is actually a thing. Um, there are there are plenty of blogs and posts and and whatnot out there of what to do and what not to do on social media. So we're just gonna uh, bring this to our podcast. Uh, yes, Connie. She yeah. she has something that she wants to say. I just thought you would enjoy this etiquette because you're you're kind of Mister Etiquette. Yes, I, I have to admit when I was um, uh, attending the University of Wisconsin, uh, I had to take an etiquette class because one of my professors, uh, who was from England, taught etiquette, um, basically how to eat properly for all the students. So you knew how to behave out on a job interview. A job interview or a business dinner. Or a business dinner, exactly. So whether you were out eating ribs or eating steak dinners or what have you. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. You had to know how to eat because when you're in front of people, image is everything. Yes. And the same goes for social media. Um. Connie actually sent me a story or a post. So we're going to give props to digitalspy.com. We will post this on our Facebook page. And I'm just going to let Connie go right into this. And then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll both chime in on a few things. Okay. So um, I looked up what are some of the biggest pet peeves or social media faux pas um, that are disrupting our daily social media. What do you want to say? Like, what's disrupting our day to day on social media? Social media, media life. Yes, our social media life for those who live on social media. I'm not one of those people. I actually just. If you cannot find me on Facebook right now, it's because I've deactivated for a little bit just because of all the negativity and people are still talking about politics. It's a social media cleansing. Yes, absolutely. And so I'm fasting from Facebook for a little while. You can still find me on Twitter um, and also find me on Instagram. Connie Dobb. Yes, at Connie Dobb. I'm also on Instagram. I think it's Twimsicle on there, right? I believe you're right. Yeah. So we can post that. But um, yeah, I'm taking a fast from Facebook. It's just, it's become too much. I could give you all of my social media accounts, but I never remember them. <laughs> <laughs> I basically start an account with, uh, with something when it becomes a new item for a new marketing ploy. And I just, I stick with Facebook. And my Facebook posts to a bunch of other ones, so it's your gateway drug, Josh. I, I'm. I, I. It is. It's a gateway drug, <laughs> but yeah, you know, as a marketing person, I should be up. But I'm well, too, we, we I'm too to, old for Snapchat. I'm we, sorry. We need to preface it with: you've been on Facebook since pretty much the beginning of Facebook. since the beginning when it was college students only. And, and frankly, it was better that way. Right. Now it's turned into MySpace. As soon as 10. they started 0. allowing 13-year-olds, which basically, if you're 13, it probably means they're about nine. 
As soon as you allowed kids on social media, it just it kind of ruined it. And adults that act like kids. That's that's also true, but that's kind of you know. But that, I digress. That, exactly. <laughs> let's let's take the high road. So the um, the first one that is mentioned on this on this webpage is a pet peeve of mine, and it's the selfishly selfie obsessed obsessed generation. Or these people who are just obsessed with constantly taking selfies of themselves. If you are not familiar what a, with what a selfie is, it is when you take a photo of you making duck lips in a fancy restaurant with your, with your friends, whoever. But it's a picture of you. My favorite is the constant need to take a selfie while driving. Ugh. People Snapchatting while driving. I don't understand this. Like, we wonder why we have so many vehicular homicides. It's because people are constantly on their cell phones taking selfies. People are Snapchatting. People are um, periscoping yes. on, while driving and are Skyping, FaceTiming while driving. Okay. Sitting in traffic, driving is boring as it is. Why do you need to broadcast that to the world? Nobody cares. I just, I, you know, I'm one for multitasking, but not in a, when you're causing a dangerous situation to possibly, a possibly arise. Yes. It's, that, that even goes. Don't do it. Yes. That even goes for those who text while driving. Okay, people, it's illegal. I, I, <laughs> I, I have an aside here. I remember we were driving, I think it was on, um. We were driving up in north to northern Wisconsin one time, or uh, maybe it was to the Wisconsin camp meeting. I don't remember, but I remember looking over while um, while we were driving, and there was well, on the same trip there was I won't mention the insurance agency, but there was an insurance <laughs> agent who was yes. texting while driving, yes. and um, I remember watching and looking over to see a guy with two cell phones. He was on two different cell phones while driving. He was texting with one and then going to the other one, not paying attention to the road. It, it's scary out It is. There. It's scary out there. Side note, I've seen people eating soup while driving or cereal, like a bowl of cereal. That takes two hands. You're not supposed to call me out on that one. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't eat soup while driving. So anyways, back to our, our first faux pas of social media. It's it's the selfie. It's And it, I love what it says. We get it. You love yourself. We used to like you too. Not anymore. Please stop spamming our Facebook feeds with endless trout pout selfies and mirror shots oh that's one another one of my favorites like you've seen the mirror shots where people are obviously like sitting in the bathroom in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> or there's like oh another one of my favorite selfies is the bay caught me sleeping and you can totally see in the mirror that they took a picture of themselves and he like propped it up with his feet <laughs> so yeah just we don't care if you take a selfie here and there, you know, but when you're you doing You need it one every, for your profile picture. Right. But when you're doing it every hour, a couple times a day, even once a day is is maybe a little too much. It's a little excessive. You know, if you want to take a selfie with your friends, 
because you're hanging out with your with your buddy, that's one thing. Don't just take a picture with yourself. Because you're wearing a different shade of lipstick than you were yesterday. Yes. Yeah, it's it's nuts out there. So anyways, it's... We a, get it. We get it. You love taking pictures of yourself. Yeah. I just... And it's always like the same angles. Like there's a guy out there. You can find... Actually, we'll post it on our page. There's a guy who does like the nine poses that women do when taking a selfie. It's hysterical because if you ever see a selfie, it is definitely one of these nine poses. Like it's like the one where it's kind of off center because you get the good side of you. It's it's hilarious. We'll post it. But yeah, it's very narcissistic behavior. Just keep it to a minimum. Don't don't drive your friends crazy. Okay. Number two. Number two. Hashtags. Okay. I love hashtags. I, I do too. I, I use them semi-frequently yes i try and use hashtags like for instance today we went to freddy's which is a frozen custard joint that just opened up in dawsonville amazing chicago style hot dogs very good so i hashtag stuff like um freddy's usa so i hashtag the business i hashtag um chicago style hot dogs and i hashtag maybe frozen custard or something it was something that was relevant to the photo but there are people out there that will hashtag like. They will use all 160 characters <laughs> on hashtags. <laughs> I think that, you know, let's just say a maximum of three, maybe four hashtags. I'll can be even used. give you five or six. But the when I see like 10 different hashtags and when you're hashtagging your baby, like why do you have to hashtag your baby? First of all, that's pointing strange people to pictures of your children for for those that are not familiar with hashtags what it is is you you use the hashtag symbol which is the pound symbol on your uh keypad for uh, those old rotary phones uh it's 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 basically it, it signifies to the computer world that this is a word that you are going to try to start trending Yes. The more times people use the hashtag, the the better it trends, and then you can look up on the the, the top ten trend list and see all of the different posts that use this hashtag. Um, for instance, whenever we would do either a marketing event or something for um, the conference, they would give us a hashtag to use when you would post something to Twitter or Facebook, so that at the end of the day, you can search that hashtag and then see all of the relevant posts that have to do with that hashtag. Yes. Now, you know, obviously you don't pick something like, you know, hashtag Mickey Mouse, you know, because something like that is, is going to be used worldwide. You want to pick something that has to do with the event that you're at. Right. Not overly generic. Not overly generic. Exactly. Something semi-customized. That allows people to link to your event. Like, for instance, when you were just at the AAO, you would have the American Association of Orthodontists. Right. There were specific hashtags that would use that would yeah. be used. Uh, hashtag AAO 2017. That's what you would throw at the end of your your tweet or your Facebook post, and then um, there was a social media board that would then sweep the internet. And when it would find that hashtag, it would post it on this big message board out front. So right. that's that's what a hashtag is in a nutshell. 
Exactly. Thank you for that, Josh. You're welcome. But yeah, there are some people that that I know that will post a picture of their child and then use like 20 hashtags. And it's like, not only is are the hashtags unnecessary because it's your child, it's not really something you're trying to generate trends on, you are possibly putting your child at risk. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I will also say that when you have a hashtag that has about a paragraph in it <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking about because it takes up like four lines and uh, you know what it, it if it takes me longer to try to read through it and figure out what you wrote you probably shouldn't have used it as a hashtag hashtag if it's taking me longer to figure out what you hashtag and what you wrote that's way too long of a hashtag right there absolutely absolutely <laughs> if i can't read it it's too long so in a crux here, go easy on the hashtags. Easy on the hashtags. Make sure they're relevant. Make sure they're relevant. Exactly. Um, the next one is no one likes an over-liker. So, what does that mean? So that person that goes through social media and likes everything they see. And I'm also going to lump this in with another person, which is the social media stalker. The person who is on social media basically to get information on everyone else, see what everyone else is doing, but they never post anything themselves. That's a good one. Well, on, on the overliker, I will use an example that I think that might pertain to this. Let's say that uh, you come back from a trip and you post 300 pictures. Please, <laughs> you, you don't have to like all 300 of my Just pictures. Just like, like, you can like the album. And that yes. means you like all the pictures, and, or at least most of them. Exactly. And and if there's a couple of, of pictures in there that you really like, that's fine. But, my, you know, the upper right-hand corner of my Facebook feed is just blowing up. 467 notifications. Yeah, 467 <laughs> notifications, and I have no idea what I have to pay attention to. <laughs> and so it says, Bing, it's been just 6.2 seconds since you uploaded the latest photo, and it's already got a like. No, you're not hashtag winning or breaking the internet. That's just Jim. Everyone knows a Jim. The overly affectionate, ever-present social prowler who quote-unquote likes anything and everything posted by anyone and everyone. It's not reaffirming, Jim. It's just creepy. I, I just want to say, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to bash you. I, I appreciate that you like my photos. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's it's making additional work on my end. There's, and I'm lazy on social media, I'll, I'll admit. And I think there's um, there's kind of a, a learning curve for certain generations. You know what? I think that we were talking yesterday about Generation X and Millennials. And gener Generation X and Millennials get it, where kind of the older generations, there's a learning curve. They really don't kind of understand how social media works unless they've been, you know, keeping up on their toes you know, and kind of following along all along. But there are some people that when they join Facebook, like have you ever, maybe you've got an, a great aunt or an older neighbor and instead of going to the person's page and saying, hey, I noticed that you called, but you didn't leave a message. Is everything okay? They make it their actual like post. I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's 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 absolutely hilarious. <laughs> So I know well, that there's a I'll, I'll actually go. Curve. Do you remember when Facebook used to do pokes? <laughs> I mean, it, it still exists, but it's harder to find. 
But yeah, you could poke everybody on your list, and it and it became an all-out poking war, and, and you didn't know when to stop. Yeah, and then you'd get pokes from like random weird people. Well, you okay? Not only that, but you know, all of a sudden you're you're you know you and your friend are poking. It just sounds really weird saying that, but you, you know, you're you're doing this back and forth, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, enough's enough. I'm gonna quit doing this, and then all of a sudden the other person gets bent out of shape. Like, because what, you what stop do you poking do? Them. You not like me anymore? Where in if you were sitting in a room with someone and you kept poking them, it would be absolutely annoying. But you oh, absolutely. on social media and they're like, how come you stop poking me? Oh, I would do it to be <laughs> annoying to some people because man. Social media is so weird. It is. I, you know, it baffles me of what actually becomes popular. So, anyways, that's the overliker, and like I said, there's also the person who kind of creeps Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and just likes people's posts, but never they they've never posted anything. Exactly. That is weird to me. If you're gonna participate in the game, then participate. Yeah, you're kind of a social media stalker at that point. Yeah, because if. Well, and I've done that before. If all of a sudden I'm going through a friend list, which I haven't done for a while just because it's it, it, it it's takes, tedious. It's tedious. But, you know, if I'm looking at your profile and you haven't posted anything since, you know, like, you know, 2002, I'm either not going to accept your I'm either not going to accept your friend request or I'm going to delete you because, you know, or on Twitter, if you still have the egg. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Or on and Facebook, you yes. just have the people, silhouette. Okay, there is a reason why they have a profile picture. It's to make sure that you post a picture that makes it look like a legit account. account. Yes. Exactly. Not you just know, a spammer. I, I have to admin a few um, Facebook groups. If they don't have a profile picture, I delete them. Right. Or don't accept them because... That's the first thing you should be doing when you ha- sign up for a social media account is exactly. a profile picture. Exactly. Everybody's phone can take, well... A we selfie. Ha- a selfie. <laughs> that was the appropriate use of the selfie. <laughs> Either that or or I'm sure that there is somebody else on social media that has taken a picture of you. Just do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. Go click on it. Use this profile picture. And we'll be all set. Absolutely. So the next one we have is something we kind of shared, talked about a little bit last night. Um, Oversharing is way worse than not sharing enough. Let me repeat that. Oversharing is way worse than not sharing enough. Really? Yes, really. I thought sharing was caring. Sharing is caring. But um, as social media grows and sharing becomes easier, social boundaries seem to have taken a nosedive. Please, though, think before you post. For goodness sake, have a bit of shame. We don't need to see pictures of your dog's post-op shaven parts (laughs) or know that your partner let out a little toot while you guys were going and doing something last night, okay? Facebook is not therapy. This is not your your journal. Some things are best saved for that journal. I'll, I will preface that we Connie is trying to edit on the fly. <laughs> and uh, I have my hand on the dump button here just in case um, <laughs> she slips up. But she's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, we, we can't. Yes, we will. We will post this. But we can't always. Um, Remember that this is not an Adventist 
source. Yes. This is not this something is that we typed. Source, it's yes. just we're, we're, we're linking it because we, we referenced it. This, this was podcast. a good outline for what we wanted to talk about tonight. So we're going to edit it so that it's a little, it's friendly for our listeners. But just know that this post is a little bit more raw than how I'm reading it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you if you hear breaks in Connie's you know conversation, it's because she's trying to yeah, figure I'm out the filtering. best wording. She's I'm filtering. filtering in my mind. But yeah, so there are people out there that just kind of share things that it's like, I really didn't need to know that about you. I, I really would have been better off not having that image in my mind of you doing whatever you did last night. Um, or, you know, the drunken Facebook posts, um, our dogs are barking. Sorry about that. Um, but well, yeah. we had fireworks last night, so. We did. So fireworks last night, dogs barking tonight. Um, but yeah, there are just some things that are just better left unsaid. Well, you know, yeah, I'm going to go here. The one that always gets me, uh, you know, I am not at all against women breastfeeding their children but and and, and you know, exactly but <laughs> you don't need to post that on social media you know it's 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 a private time between you and your child and realistically you've got 13 year olds out on the internet that that can see that kind of stuff you know have a little pride in yourself you, d- you don't need to show that i'm sorry I'm not saying that you need to cover up in public necessarily because a child needs to eat and who really wants to eat underneath a blanket, but you don't need to post it to social media. Everyone knows that you are feeding your baby. It's still alive. Exactly. That's proof in the pudding that you are feeding your child. Exactly. And so we don't need to see, we don't need to see that. Exactly. Just. And again, not that I'm against it. I, you know, I am, I am all for whatever that you choose is good for your child. You just don't need to post every single thing about it on Facebook right. Right. or Twitter or Snapchat. If you want to share that, you know, your child, maybe you've been struggling with, with baby feeding your baby and your baby finally latched on. You want to share that with some of your friends, whatever. But I don't need like 10 million posts of you breastfeeding your child. Mm-hmm. Like I got it the first time. I don't need it. Well, and Daily you'll feedings. you'll end up finding out seriously that you're the only one that cares about it. Yeah. Sad, I'm really you know, sorry. Your your friends will will be like, mm, okay. Well, this is really mean tonight. But I mean, like seriously, like, it's it's awkward. It's awkward. It's awkward. It's very awkward. But you know, there are some things that I'm sure that I do that annoy people. You know, and if it really is something that I don't mean just like it annoys one person, because I think there's always those there's always that person that is annoyed by everything. But if it's something that I do that could really be offending a lot of people because it's like seriously offensive i would want someone to bring that to my attention it's like when your fly is open like you're walking around and your your fly is open you would want someone to tell you you wouldn't want to keep walking around with your fly open absolutely well and 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 these are guidelines to social media etiquette if you want to go ahead and do that fine. fine we're trying to give guidelines here of how to be the least abrasive on social media yes let's be be kind to our neighbors exactly and and be respectful for who else might be out there exactly so the next one we have is (laughs) remember and this is something as a parent that i need to constantly remind constantly remind myself remember 
people aren't as interested in your kids as you are. Now, this is interesting because I have people that are like, it makes me feel like I don't post enough about my kids. And then there are other people that just will post a thousand pictures. Oh, they'll post their kid on the toilet. Yes. Going for another tinkle. You know, like, really, really. like. Don't put stuff out there that, you know, eventually your kid will see and be embarrassed about. Yeah. I mean, that stuff you save for the baby books that exactly. you share with, you know, their first boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, don't share. Once again, this is an environment where stuff can be saved. Anyone can retrieve. I know someone that their daughters, without them even knowing, there was someone that was on their friends list that was using their child's pictures for very terrible, disgusting things. You do not know who is on your friends list or what friends of friends mm-hmm. that maybe your friend liked it and then one of their friends saw the photo and maybe they're a pervert. Like you just need to be very, very careful, especially when it comes to your children. Please protect your children. Exactly. And and as well, you sign rights away to yes. Facebook, Twitter, whatnot, when you post this stuff and basically it allows them to use it in whatever marketing that they want to. So, you know, your pictures are not your pictures. Exactly. You still maintain rights to those pictures and other people can't just steal them. But in order to post them on, on these social media sites, you actually give away rights. Yes, you do. So be careful, especially if it's a million dollar shot that, uh, you are aware Posting it to social media may not actually be good for you. Yes. And so it says, congratulations. You pushed a person out of yourself 18 months ago. We're pleased for you. We really are. But the 17,000 photos you've uploaded to the cute little bugger since they were just... (laughs) I'm guessing this is a British website. Yeah, it's very... It's definitely British. We see less of our own family than yours. Give it a break and their oversized baby eyes arrest from your iPhone's flash. You know, I have no problem if you if you really want to upload a thousand pictures of your child, but you can create an album for that. Right. You and don't, keep it on lockdown. Exactly. Keep it on lockdown. Exactly. Please. Like You know, if if you if you if, if the post comes up where I see that, okay, you've posted a thousand pictures, here's the album, then I then everybody in the world only has to see that once. You have a choice then to look at the photos, but we know people that will post photo by photo by photo. And the next thing you know, you look at your newsfeed and it's like blown up 200 photos right in a row because they uploaded all their photos directly to Facebook instead of to an album mm-hmm. to the newsfeed. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, to, to Facebook's credit, those are things that they've added as features that can help declusterize. Yes. The new speed. It helps me. Like if if I'm looking for a certain photo, I know, okay, I can go to this album and I'm going to find it. I can narrow it down. But if you just post, if you just do uploads from your iPhone, it's a lot more difficult to find those photos. So just just food for thought. Yes. Albums are the best way to go. Absolutely. And you can protect your albums. Like if you've got photos of your kids that you only want certain people to see, you can specifically choose certain people to see those and mm-hmm. you can have more privacy 
if you post it to an album and then have um, different settings for each album. It's like keeping your room clean, yes. but it's keeping your wall clean. Yes. So let's let's declutter our lives, people. It's always good. <laughs> so the next one is joggers can jog on. Ooh, I like this one. Well done. You've competed your first 5K in 42 minutes after 16 weeks of training. Now please be quiet. Your endless updates are making me feel bad for taking my McDonald's drive through back to bed with me. Just jog on <laughs> quietly, though. Yeah. And this isn't just the, the people that run 10 million 5Ks or marathon. You know, I don't want to... You guys are amazing. You know, being able to, like, just run for fun is is amazing. It's quite the task. Or, like, doing a triathlon or, or whatever you're doing. But... I like what you said when we were before we started the podcast about if you want to tag yourself to the event, but we don't need 10 million photos and we don't need your route that you run every single day. Once again, please protect yourself. Exactly. Because now everybody and their brother knows your neighborhood. Right. And not only that, but if there is someone out there that maybe is a sexual predator, they now know where you are running and you are probably running by yourself especially if you post that you are putting yourself at risk especially if you run the same route at the same time every day every day and you're a woman i mean it could happen to a man too but especially if you're a woman please please use common sense Mm -hmm. you know like please don't post things because you you need that I cannot think tonight. <laughs> you just need that. You need the likes. You know what I mean? You need that affirmation from mm-hmm. people. Don't you know what I mean? Like if maybe you want to post it because you're you're looking for people to run the route with you or whatever, but I mean just please be careful before you you post these routes that you're running and and what you're doing and it's the same thing with if you are posting that you're going to be on vacation it gives someone a very easy time frame as to when to rob your house. Like, it's just common sense stuff. Just be careful what you're putting out there because you can't take it back. Exactly. We're, we're not saying this because we're trying to dissuade you from being uh, excited about exercising. You, we are pro getting Absolutely. in shape. Absolutely. We just want everybody to be safe out there. We want there. everyone to be safe. You know, and we also don't need to know how many pounds you lifted. Like, I'm happy to see that you're working out, but we don't need, like, the exact workout. Unless we ask. There's times I'll ask people, hey, you know, what was your routine? How did how were you able to bulk up or whatever? But it's it's not something you need to post every single day. Yeah. So. Y- you know, the, the typical, you know, if it's going to interest 80% of your audience, then go ahead, post it. If you're only trying to post something that maybe only 10% is interested in, you might end up actually losing friends or losing follows just because that's the, you know, they're looking for things that interest them. Because even if you don't intend to, you could be turning people off because they think you're just looking for attention. Absolutely. And as Shania Twain said, that don't impress me much. That don't impress me much. Way to pull out that reference. <laughs> so the next one is timeless time travel is not the future. 
Timeless time travel is not the future. Okay. Okay, so I think this is kind of in reference to, is it called time frame? Is that? Yes, the, I think the, so. The Facebook one where it, time hop. Time hop. Time hop. So, OMG, I can't believe how drunk we got last night. Eek. Being forced into awareness that you had a quote-unquote epic night out once is bad enough. Stop trying to make us relive it again four years later. Please. It makes us question how we've stayed friends, even online friends, for so long. You know, if you want to use time hop to, you know, going back to the posting pictures of your kids. Okay, you posted a picture of your kid five years ago. You, you want to bring it up there, show how much they've grown that's that's fine that's perfectly fine but you know uh, yeah you know time hop on your anniversary or nobody cares how drunk you got four years ago <laughs> you know a special event yes that's that's fine but realistically not stuff like not exactly you know don't what, what's the term that kids use nowadays like oh, i'm really showing my age well, at least you pulled the reference out. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, never mind. We'll just move on. All but right, move yeah. on. So it's Facebook, not brag book. So we've kind of talked about this yesterday again, too. We called it fake book, but we've also called it brag book. Um, you met Lionel Messi. Amazing. You met him in a private box at Barcelona versus Real, Real Madrid. Wow. I'm really pleased for you. You got the tickets free through your amazing job and went with your super hot boss who gives you extra days off. All right. We get it. Your life is amazing. Ours is crap. <laughs> Just leave off. <laughs> you know, if your team wins the... I can't say that term because I think it's trademark. The big game. The big, big game. The big football game. The big football game. Okay, I'll give you that one. You you should be able to shout that from the mountaintop. But, you know, yeah, I, I would have to... Well, I, I have to say I'm kind of guilty of this one. From time to time, if I meet somebody famous, I'm going to probably put it on Facebook. Yeah, it did happen one time. Tw twice. Twice? Yeah, I, I met Joe Satriani. Oh, um, you, I, he is, He's a favorite guitarist of mine. That's right. And um, we Mick, met Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac mm -hmm. when we were in, yeah, when we were in Hawaii. Super cool dude too, by the way. Actually, was we? He talked to us about fifteen minutes, and he has twin grandkids. Mm -hmm. So we had that in common that he has twin grandkids, we have twin kids, and so we talked about kids and grandkids. Yeah, we didn't talk about music. I mean, we don't have grandkids. We had, we talked grandkids. nothing about his career. <laughs> yeah, but we just... he didn't talk about himself at all. He talked about his family, so that was pretty cool, especially when. You know what his background is, and he openly has discussed before the demon possession. And um, but he, it sounds like he's really trying to change his life and become a more spiritually driven person, mm -hmm. um, and trying to live a very family oriented life. So we wish all the best for Mick Fleetwood. So should we be cliche and post the picture of us together with Mick Fleetwood? on uh, the Project Rise page. All these things that we're mentioning, we should do at least one post that we try and like do all of these or at least most of them in one post. I think that'd be kind of hilarious. Point set match. <laughs> so yeah, just 
you know, if it's something that you probably wouldn't constantly tell your friends, you know, in because you know it's going to make them feel bad or it's just something you wouldn't brag about to your friends. Like we knew, we do know people who constantly brag and that's just how they are. But if you're that type of person where you're like, hey, you know, I don't know if I would really brag about this to my family or my friends and constantly throw it in their face, then I wouldn't post it on social media. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Exactly. So once again, these are all common sense things. You know, we're not saying that every single time you, you post a selfie, it's a horribly bad thing. It's just use common sense. Exactly. If it's looking narcissistic or it's looking like you're, once again, you need to reevaluate like why you're doing it. If you're doing it for affirmation, that's never good. You should not be living for other people's affirmations. Mm-hmm. You should well, be- and let's be honest, if you're, um, you know, uh, high up in the church office and you win free Metallica tickets to the rock and roll station, it's <laughs> probably not something you want to post. <laughs> I think I caught Connie off you guard totally at that one. Me off guard. So, anyways, the next one. Number I, I'm, nine. I'm not using anyone as an example. I just was oh, trying to be that funny. That just really caught me off guard. That was funny. Uh, number nine. There's nothing inspiring about inspirational quotes. I am guilty of this one. Yes, I, you are. I will come out. I am guilty of inspirational quotes. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I have been known to post inspirational quotes or Bible verses. But you know what? I have no shame in my Bible verses. Now, if you're posting Bible verses, we're going to go into this in a little bit. If you're doing it as passive aggressive behavior, that's a faux pas. But if you're just posting Bible verses because maybe it was the Bible verse from the Bible app of the day and you wanted to share with other people, you know, by all means, that's awesome. I have to say that, you know, Caleb has saved me as I tried to rejuvenate our church Facebook page. Because they post stuff like that all the time. And so, they put it with a beautiful photo. Exactly. And... So, you know, I would share that to the church Facebook page right. just because someone else did the hard work for me. Right. Once again, this is all common sense stuff. You know, at this kind of the inspirational quotes, maybe you're a really, really negative person. We were kind of talking about this yesterday. You know, those people that constantly post negative stuff, the little black rain cloud, everything, the sky is falling, chicken little type stuff. And then let's say you post like the inspirational quote of, thing when you're in a rainstorm learn how to dance in the rain Mm -hmm. it's contradictory and so i don't know if this kind but we'll read it let's see what does it say sometimes things are crap sorry for this is we we have a little harsh words in the show sometimes things are poopy it's still pg and we've got to deal with it. Your endless stream of faux positive inspirational quotes really aren't helping us forget that we've lost and focus on what we still have. We just want to wallow in our misery without your unwavering positivity ty- tying us, t- tiring us out any further. The only thing you're inspiring us, inspiring us to do is hiding or deleting you. So this is the overly... The overly positive person. Gotcha. I think. Which, if it's kind of leading into the the fake book, I think that's a problem. But I don't see a problem with posting inspirational things. Just don't do 10, of them, 10 of them a day. Common sense. It's common sense. Keep, keep it to one, one or two a day. Right. The next one is a huge, huge red flag for me. Like, big pet peeve. Like you wouldn't the the quote what really grinds my gears, 
it's Farmville. It's games. Las Vegas slots. Las Vegas slots. It's all these different games on Facebook. Do I look like a farmer? (laughs) Do you really think I'd want to pretend to shovel poop and pull a cow's Okay, okay, okay. We don't need to really go on this. Milk a cow. No, of course not. So why do you think you'd invite me to play Farmville? I don't want to play Candy Crush, Clash of Clans, or Criminal Case. So why did you think I'd be interested in games with less alliteration? You know, especially when Farmville first came out, and and before they Facebook actually made a feature where you could block a lot of you this stuff. You could block all games. Oh I, my gosh! It was like every day you'd have three or four people trying to get their whatever golden coins because they they wanted to get you hooked into this game, and they and, wanted to keep playing and they couldn't keep playing because. Well, and you know, I used to to manage IT for for the company that I used to work for. And so part of my job was to know what went on out in the internet. Do you realize how many viruses are linked to the, some yes. of these games and quizzes and Yes. Quizzes. Oh, the quizzes the are quizzes terrible. Quizzes are terrible. You know, you you'll have 10,000 pop-ups. Yes. Oh yeah, and viruses that come through this. And I remember this was a like a year ago, I did a quiz and because I had si- like when you do these quizzes, you sign over rights once again, to your Facebook property. And so this, whoever was doing these quizzes, would post to my Facebook page without me even knowing because in the thing, I had given them permission. And I had to give them permission in order to get my quiz results. And it's like silly quiz results, like which actress do you look most alike? You know what I mean? Like it's all these Mm -hmm. silly quizzes. Do you know 10 questions about Audrey Hepburn? Where is the perfect place for you to live? Like it's all these different quizzes. And so I did one of these quizzes and then it started posting for me. And I just so happened went on Facebook and I was like, I didn't post that. It was the quiz that had posted to my page for me on Mm. my profile page. So probably about up. Farmville. No, it wasn't. It was it was something that I mean, like it was to the point where it was like kind of like one of those gossip posts where I'm like, I would never post this. And I I you know, I started getting like the sweaty palms and oh no, what are people gonna think of me because they think I posted this and yeah. So just be careful. Be careful yes. what what you're getting yourself into. Here's the thing is that people like to do their own thing on social media. You don't have to tell them this is what you need to do. Yeah. Farmville, you want to play it, knock yourself out. Right. I don't. Right. And if you really like it that much, then pay whatever you want to pay so you can continue to play. Please don't try it. It's like a pyramid scheme. It is. (laughs) It's a digital pyramid scheme. It's a digital pyramid scheme. Like, what did I say? Oh, no, this goes along. But I mean, like, it's we're going to start talking about those new age chain letters. But it's kind of like it, it's it's a pyramid scheme. It is. What it is. I'm so glad that Facebook gave that option to block all games, because as soon as they did that, I was like, click. Yes, please. Exactly. Well, what you still can't block is if someone decides to share it to their wall. But you can at least go through and, and then say, you can't get invites anymore. Like people can't invite. Exactly. You to play the the, the invites have stopped, but people yes. can still, you know, show that they play slot machines and right. And you just choose to ignore it. Exactly. 
So the next one, number 11, is just, just stop talking. <laughs> it's not essential to have an opinion on everything, especially when you're not as clued up as you'd like to think. Okay, this is perfect because especially when the uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church just recently posted something about this. About Remember there was the whole thing about Facebook posts that churches, people were being banned in Russia. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Fake news. Fake news. So there's a lot of fake news out there, and people seem to think that they're in the know of a lot of things, and they really are ignorant and know nothing. Mm-hmm. And they just spout off about not really knowing the truth. Here's the thing. Unless it comes from a legit news source, and what I mean by legit is is one that you know has a pretty reputable background as far as broadcasting, if it's not from one of them, it probably isn't true. Okay. You still have to be sketchy about about some of the other ones, but for sure, if they don't have a normal broadcast, probably shouldn't repost it. Here's the thing. I'm kind of one of those people where it's like, if I wasn't in the room and witnessed it myself, I'm not as likely to believe it. Because another person's perception or opinion on something is just another person's perception or opinion. It doesn't mean it's truth. Exactly. And, and there, there's a difference... To, in, it, to me, which there probably really isn't a difference to it, but there's a difference between fake, flat out fake news and satire. If if I'm posting something about barely Adventist, you know, or uh, what are some of the other, Lloyd Legalists? Um, oh, Lloyd Legalists. I love Lloyd Legalists. You know, I, I'm doing that because I find it funny. And some um, people don't get satire. And some, some people, people don't get don't satire get... And, and, and accuse me of, of fake news, whatever, but... You know, or blasphemy, or it's like, yeah. There, there's something you know. If you're going to post that the president has done so and so and the these dastardly deeds, and you have no physical proof of it, don't post it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that right now. And so it says, um, your bumbling efforts to explain the latest Middle East peace treaty. And the impact changing exchange rates will have on the Canadian oil industry aren't needed. And it's very true. Like there are just people spouting off about things that they think they know and they they probably don't. You know, it's kind of like I know I have a lot of friends that are very pro-military and very conservative, ultra conservative. And I'm coming to blows with these. We're not I mean, like, I don't want to say coming to blows because we're not getting to arguments, but I've got. I've gotten to the point where it's like I don't even get into a conversation with them because they keep talking about refugees. And it's like I have a firsthand experience with refugees, with going down to Clarkston, Georgia. And they, when I go down to Clarkston, Georgia, I don't fear for my life, okay? Like I have more fear inside of Gainesville than I do in Clarkston. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And I wouldn't even say like I have fear inside of Gainesville. Like when something's going to happen, something's going to happen. But in Clarkston, I don't feel like, okay, I'm going to meet a terrorist today. But that's exactly what people think of refugees. They think of refugees as people just leeching off the system and and being terrorists. And when I go to Clarkston, it's the furthest from the truth. These are people that after 30 days are forced to become independent when they don't know English, they don't know the language, um, and I'm going to go on, like, it's going to seem like a little bit of a rant, but I mean, like, having a firsthand experience is so much different than these people that are spouting off about refugees that don't have never even had an interaction with a refugee. Mm-hmm. My favorite one um, was the whole, 
uproar about building a wall on the Mexican border. Now, I have been to the Mexican border. No, not, you not the Not the entire Mexican border, mind you. But, uh, you know, we used to have a manufacturing facility down in Calexico and, uh, and, and also across the border in Mexicali, Mexico. I, I hate to break it to you guys. There's already a wall there. Um, I actually spoke to a couple of, of friends that live down in the area and, and we were, we were talking politics, um, not deep politics because that, that's just a bad idea yeah. to talk politics with friends. But, uh, we were just talking and, and I said, you know what, let me, let me get, uh, get your take on this, uh, on the whole building a wall issue. And they both looked at me and started laughing and they pointed behind them and said, there's already one here. <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> so. You know, it's it's all about what the news media wants to spin off as the new, how do we get back at the opposite viewpoint that we don't agree with. Right. And the thing is, is that what does the enemy do? The enemy spreads lies. The enemy is the father of all lies. And so he's going to stir up chaos wherever he can. And we just need to be very mindful of that. Exactly. And, you know, when, when you go and start putting this kind of stuff out on Facebook. Don't don't post stuff that either you have to agree with you or not because it, it really puts your friends at an odd predicament because if not everyone's going to believe the same way you believe. So if it's going to be my way or, uh, sorry, your way or the highway, I may end up choosing the highway because, you know what, you know, just just. Try not to be so polarizing on Facebook, I guess. Just be the better person. Be the better person. Post something that's that's positive and not something that's made to stir up a riot. Right. But not overly positive. Just kidding. <laughs> it's according to this page. <laughs> exactly. Again, this is social media etiquette. This is not something that... These are just guidelines. These are just guidelines. These are guidelines. Yes. So. All right. Well, that was that was it for there, right? Another one that we have is um, Josh. These are, these are ones we're adding. These are ones that we're adding. Josh, I'm going to send you a post, and you need to share it with at least 50 people, or Jesus will not bless you. Are you serious? Yes. Within a minute. Within a, uh, How can I do that? I don't know. You better pray and ask for a miracle, because if if you do not send this to 50 of your friends... In 60 seconds, actually, it's now 45 seconds. If you do not share this, Jesus, the genie, will not bless you. Okay, I shared it. Dude, you sent it back to me. You can't send it back to me. You only sent it to 49 people. I, I only know 49 You're not getting people. even blessed. He's not going to bless you. Forget it. All right, well, I'm going to You are going to be cursed now for the next five years. Might as well have broken a mirror. That's seven years of bad luck. <laughs> you know, we're we're doing this as satire, but it's it's true. I, you know, I you know it's not as often as it used to be, but you, I, I do see it maybe about you know once or twice a month. The here's the post. You need to you need to forward it to everybody and your brother. Do not do not pass Jesus by. Do not keep scrolling. Well, here here's the thing is is it used to come in chain emails. No, 
back in the day, my mom used to get chain letters like mailed to the house. Right. But 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 I'm trying I'm trying to the bring chain us emails. bring us back into, this is the into new our generation. Age chain letter. Yes. We we used to see these in chain emails that they would forward them off to 500 people. Send this rose. Exactly. Send this rose so that you may gain a blessing. So at least it has now brought itself to Facebook where if I don't log in I don't have to see it, but you do see it from time to time. My favorite are the ones where all of a sudden someone posts some weird weird one-liner and you just kind of like question it like what and then all of a sudden it's like oh ha you got roped into this game now you need to post this as your status for the next 60 minutes it's like no i don't because we're trying to raise awareness and like breast cancer awareness it's like how how is the color of the what color bra i'm wearing today have anything to do with raising awareness for breast cancer it doesn't it doesn't please Please inform me because I'm completely ignorant on the subject. Like, I just. <sighs> New Age chain letters. Yes. Don't do it. Don't please. Do it. Please don't send me Farmville invites and don't send me chain letters. I can't speak for Jesus, but I don't think that he speaks through. He d- he blesses people through chain letters. I don't. He He's not waiting to see how many people you're going to send something to. To wait to bless you. Mm-hmm. Okay. He just wants your undivided attention. In fact, he's he's probably, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing Jesus is like, please don't do that because you're just going to make people, you're just going to push people away from me. Exactly. It, it, it angers people. Yes. I get angry. I get angry. Like I had one person, really sorry, Josh, this person is um, someone in your family. Far, far, like, far removed. You know what I mean? Like, not immediate. But they kept looking. Like, you know how you can see, like, when someone read something? And then they kept, like, like, they sent this to me. And they said, you need to do it within, like, five minutes. And then five minutes later, they sent me the thumbs up because they they could see that I had looked at it and read it. And then five minutes later, did you send it yet? Like, are you kidding me? It's the drip marketing campaign. I'm being stalked right now. Because she's thinking, like, it, but it's just, it's so sad to me. Like, they seriously think God is not going to bless me. Like, they just have this false perception of how God works and who God is. Like, he's, he's ready to just bless you just by you even asking. Like, you don't need to send a rose to 50 people. No. You don't need to post on your Facebook page and tell people, if you keep scrolling, you are denying Christ. Okay, that's not how any of this works. Yeah, or if you don't, if you, yeah, if you do, you don't love Jesus if you don't forward this, you know. <laughs> Please. Please don't do that. Please. Again, social media etiquette 101. It's a character assassination of who our God is. Our God does not work like that. Exactly. And and you are also judging the person that you will is, not is, is now not going to be blessed because <laughs> they won't forward on your your chain your chain post. Yes. Okay. So, so please just don't do it. Just please. don't do it. Exactly. Please don't do it. Um the next thing is the passive aggressive Christian behavior on Facebook. Quote unquote Christian behavior. Like 
maybe you sang special music at church and maybe there was a drum beat in your backing track. Lord have mercy. And then by the time you get home, you have a series of 10 one-hour YouTube videos. (laughs) That you now need to watch. That you now need to watch because you brought Satan into the worship hour. I can speak from experience on this one. Yes. Please don't do that. You know, people are on different wavelengths, different walks of life, and not everyone is going to see 100%, again, as I mentioned before, the same thing that you believe. Right. And forcing, uh, they actually called this, I believe, Bible thumping back in the day, um, isn't, isn't, doesn't work. It doesn't. In fact, what you do is is you actually, you, you cause people now to retract and then fortify themselves because now they're looking for everything in the Bible to help prove their point. What's the expression you have? If your stumbling block becomes someone else's stumbling block, you are now a stumbling block. Yes, that is true. You have now become a stumbling block to this individual because what is a stumbling block for you or something that you find offensive, you are now forcing someone else or trying to force someone else to find offensive. You are now, you have now become offensive. Exactly. Now, I am not speaking against um, false teachings, um, heresy, stuff like that. I mean, you know, there, there are, there's a fine line of, of yes, what, what needs to be appropriately rebuked, I guess is the proper word to say. Yes. But on things that really don't have a whole lot of, you know, preferences, mm-hmm. it's not something that you should force on anybody. Right. And you may end up doing more damage trying to force that upon somebody than if you had just said nothing at all. It's kind of like what we're talking about here with with all these different faux pas. Once again, it's guidelines, you know, so you can continue to do it, you know, and and Godspeed to you as you do. You know what I mean? It's just we are only responsible for the decisions that we make for ourselves. We are not responsible for the decisions that other people make. Exactly. And we just need to be mindful of that. You know, our taste in music is going to be different from members that are 20 years older than us and as well different from those that are 20 years younger than us. Yes. You know, culture is constantly changing and I think it is not a realistic view to to actually expect that everyone holds to the same standard. You can accept people without condemning them. You know what I mean? And just understanding that, listen, you know, like for instance, with me, it's like I beat myself up enough. You know what I mean? It's something we just need to, you know, and, and maybe we've been, you know, I'm like sitting here and I'm like, well, we've kind of been beating people up like with this whole social media faux pas thing. But everyone is at a different place in their, in their race in life. And if God has been patient 
with each individual than we need to be as well. Absolutely. And and just to go back on what I said before, when I say hold to the same standard, I'm not referring to the Bible. That is a standard that we have to hold to. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I think I just needed to clarify that one. Yes. But I mean, like there's a difference between if you look at God's laws, God's laws are so much, there's freedom in God's laws. But when you look at man's laws, we tend to paint ourselves into a corner and into a box and we get ourselves into trouble because it's now the demands of man and one man's opinion instead of what God has clearly stated is right and wrong. Very well said. So it goes back to, you know, just grounding yourself in truth and what is God's truth. And as long as you are consecrated in what God's truth is, then what another person's opinion is, is another person's opinion and just that doesn't mean it's law. Exactly. Just like all these things are not laws. It's people's perceptions and opinions. Exactly. So the crux of it is is don't be passive aggressive. I mean, that's a good tactic to have in anything, but you know, don't don't start posting things that have subliminal messages to try to make somebody else feel bad for something that they may or may not have done. Right. Let's say a friend of yours is having a problem with vulgarity. You know, don't go and post a Bible verse about how God hates profane language. Like Exactly. Or or post a picture <laughs> of a cuss bank on their page. Yeah, exactly. Just just pray for them. You know what I mean? And just continue to love them and and be the best reflection of Christ that you can be. Exactly. You know, an encouraging friend is not gonna do it on Facebook. Right. Exactly. And you know, everyone wants to go to the as iron sharpens iron friends sharpen friends but even jesus was very careful about how he approached people and if you notice he was much more abrasive i wasn't going to say abrasive he was much more um to the point with peter because he expected more from peter than he was with any of the gentiles that he met he was very gentle with them he did tell them to go and sin no more but he did it completely in love to the point where the person didn't feel condemned. They were just, they felt free. They, they were given freedom. And so, you know, you, you don't have to look at everyone and say, get behind me, Satan. Like, it's just, it's once again, it's like what we talked about last night. If you ask God for the words to speak and he doesn't give you anything, then he's muting your mouth. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Oh, man, we shouldn't even post this podcast, then. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are trying to give etiquette of how to be proper citizens on social media. And I think we're like, we're kind of holding Christians to a higher standard, too, because we do need to be very careful yes. that we are not giving... We, we don't have a specific person in mind for all of these different things. Right. We just, we don't want to falsely advertise who we're representing. We need to be ambassadors for Christ every single day. Absolutely. So. I think that's all I have. If you have a, a social media faux pas that really gets you. Grinds your gears. Grinds your gears. 
lights a fire under your little your little tush, send us an email. Projectrise at gmail.com. Please. We'd love to hear from you. Or if any of these have rung true, or if any of these maybe you're like, hey, I do that. What's wrong with that? You at sound off. Like just let us know. Or let us know how you feel about the podcast. If there's a, a subject you'd like for us to talk about or um, if you have a tender bit, if you have a story that you want me to share, I would love to share it with the rest of our listeners. So please feel free to send us an email or just say, hey, this was my last time listening to you because this was completely offensive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the whole crux of this this thing is, is, again, what Connie said before, you know, as far as Christians go, we are all under a microscope and especially now, especially now. And we really don't need to be making more trouble for ourselves by being passive aggressive on social media, by drawing attention to ourselves, by posting fake news because we believe that, uh, it pertains to the second coming of Christ or don't be a social media pariah. Exactly. You know, and, and don't, don't be a troll. Yeah. Cause you know, people stop listening and you want people to feel like they, that you're a source worth listening to. Exactly. You know, when, when you actually post good quality stuff, you will get people that will troll. You'll get atheists. I've had them, post things on, you know, written response and comments on, on things that I've posted. And, and I just encourage everybody, don't get into an argument with the devil. That's what he wants. Yep. He wants to see you getting upset as well as the person that's now posting something against what you're saying. They want to see you get upset, bent out of shape, start getting into name calling because you know what? Then they've made their point. Yeah, It's a trap. It's a trap. Don't get in an argument with the devil. And it's a trap. It's it's a trap not because the person said it, but because the enemy is using that person to set a trap to once again continue the character assassination of Christ. Yes. And of God the Father. So, you know, I love that when the when the enemy wants when Satan wants to get into an argument with you, the best thing you can do is just hand it over to God because God always wins the argument. Always. He always wins the argument. Absolutely. You know, Christ, when he was tempted by Satan three times, and we read that in the Bible, we know that Christ won the argument. Well, we know the end of the story. Yes. We know who's going to end up winning. And so does Satan. Satan knows the end of the story, too. And so I love the the quote. I'm going to give an inspirational quote here, even though it tells me not to. Well, you're not posting it to social media. (laughs) Is that... When Satan reminds you of your past, remind him of your fu- of his future. And that's like one of my favorite one of my favorite encouraging quotes is because it doesn't matter where I've been and where I've come from. It's where I'm going. And so if I stay focused on that prize and I continue to just point and say just point to Satan and be like, "You know what?" I don't know what my future holds, but I know what your future holds, and I don't want to be anywhere near that future. So, but yeah, let's just do whatever we can to just stop the character assassination of our loving, living God. Yes, absolutely. 
and start living in the light that he so wants us to live in. Well, I'm glad we didn't go into any special bits today because um, I think we went long enough. (laughs) We are at uh, almost one hour and 12 minutes. Wow. So we gave you guys a couple of extended podcast but um it's it's been it's been fun it's been real but uh we need to it's been uh, real fun it's been real fun <laughs> but uh we we need to, to get to sleep get some rest i gotta work tomorrow i gotta work for for a few hours on uh on memorial day yeah but um Boo. we want to wish everybody out there uh, a happy memorial day um let's let's keep in mind what this is all about um it is remembering those that have lost their life in battle. Um, we appreciate the military. Um, they have our, our full support. And uh, again, thank you for uh, all of those who have served and those who will continue to serve. And to your families as well, because your families also sacrifice. Absolutely. So thank you. Uh, this is Josh and Connie signing off on episode 10. Um, hopefully we can get another one within the next week. But uh, if not, hang tight. We'll be back. Sign off. Thanks for listening.